Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to a week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is just too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mean. Sean, how's it going? Good. It's been a week, hasn't it, Connor? It well, well since we talked, no. But in terms of weird news, yes. It ha- yeah, it's been a, a, a week full of weird news, I assume. What if I turn up one week and you're just like, yeah, Sean, nothing actually happened the past seven days. <laughs> That's been happening for years. I just make shit up. <laughs> this is just a creative writing class for Connor. And an improv oh God, class for me. Fucking, I don't know. I fucking, you adopted a parrot or something? I don't know. Oh, I fucking love parrot to adopt a parrot. Do you know parrots live for like 80 fucking years? No way. If I bought a parrot right now, it would probably outlive me. If, if it lived for 30 years, it would outlive you. Now, what's that saying? Now, is that is that like my life? Is that like I'm unhealthy or is that like, oh, something else? <laughs> I've seen your knees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the way out, boys. <laughs> Fall apart. <laughs> no, if you've been a long-term listener, Sean has had a, has really, he's been walking on one leg now for about five or six years and he finally went to the physio and big news, Sean, your knee working? Just about, yeah. It's feeling a lot better, actually. I put off going oh. to the physio for a very long time. And now I've gone and like three weeks later, doesn't hurt all the time anymore. So It just only hurts on the inside now in my heart. That's it. What I will say, deep tissue massage, that shit can fuck right off. <laughs> I just, I paid a man 60 quid to kick the shit out of yeah. me for 45 minutes. He just, ba- you, you basically walk in, you go, they say, where does it hurt? You point at that exact spot and then they get a hammer. Yeah. And then they and just, just fucking hammer the shit out of it. Dive in there. And like, yeah. because it, like, it's like my upper leg, like my thigh. And it's like all of the muscle, you couldn't feel in between them. It was just all mm. tight. And he ripped all of that apart and then said, 60 quid, please, and now walk home. <laughs> um, miles. You're walking miles <laughs> Miles. Oh, like, walk, get on a ferry, walk some more. <laughs> um, it is your first episode of Weird News. What do we do here, Sean? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read all of those stories out to me, a man who has been too busy being pummeled for money to look at any weird news. <laughs> That was before you went to the physio, to be Hey-o. fair. So, so, um, so, and also, if this is not your first episode, I would really appreciate it. And I'm sure we, so, Sean we would, would really well. appreciate it. We, no, I would. He hates you. <laughs> um, we would really appreciate if you give this a like and uh, a review. Whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this on would really, really help us out. But Sean, we start this week with one part. Now, one of our patrons... Ed Ball sent this into our Detective Divilman's discussion group on Facebook. A great place if you want to keep up with any stories. Normally a bit of a sneak peek as well, because if a good one gets put up there by one of E, 
I will then steal it and take it as my own idea. It is, yeah, that group is famously known as the nicest place on the internet as well. So mm. join mm. it. You're not using Night your Facebook well. for anything else. Come on. <laughs> Let's be honest, lads. Um, 2023, so, come on. Woman who married her Duva says her boyfriend is very proud and not jealous. <laughs> oh, oh, no, this. <laughs> Presumably that's his duvet as well, right? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be funny if it wasn't. What a separate duvet that she married. Um, a woman who tied her knot with her duvet. It, it's her most meaningful relationship she's ever had. I'd be a little bit pissed off about that one yeah. if I was the boyfriend. Yeah, that, that one would hurt, yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, Pascal Selleck threw an open wedding ceremony on Valentine's Day a few years ago for her royal companion, who she fell in love with. At first sight, she thought, Sean, at first sight... With her duva. Like in the shop when it's wrapped up in plastic. That's um, the artist wedded her single duva in extra and invited members of the public, her family and her boyfriend to witness the moment. Okay, um, can I just now say, we covered I love this. art as much as the next man, okay? If this is some fucking art project, it's shit. <laughs> if she's just mental, that's somehow better. You know what, though? Every time you've ever started a sentence with, I love art just as much as the next guy, your next line is, this is fucking shit. <laughs> just to let you know. Look, I, it irritates me. Maybe that's the point of the art, in I, which I'm case a, I'm I'm a child of Bob Ross. <laughs> paint. <laughs> give me, just give me some paint. Give me a bit of paint. Do you, every now. Sculpture. Do you remember Irish paint? Do you remember Irish paint magic? What a show. Oh, yeah. Do you remember Tina and Dexter? Oh yeah! Quality. If I was, if you're an international listener and you don't know what Irish paint magic is, I would recommend it. Imagine Bob Ross, but he's an old Irish man. <laughs> Don Conroy is that him? No, I don't think that was Don. I think Don was on another show. Don was on another show. Don was a leg. Don would teach you how to draw an owl every week, and you'd fucking love it. <laughs> he only knew. He could only draw he only knew how to do an owl. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the fact Irish TV is so small that we were just like, look, he can only draw an owl, but fuck it, we'll, we'll do it. The kids won't notice. It'll be yeah, fine. It'll be grand. Oh, actually, sorry, just on the subject of kids being fucking dumb. Have you watched Teletubbies recently? No, I, I haven't watched. Grant, Why are you watching it? No, this was. Now, look, I will say this is a, a few years ago. My younger cousins were watching Teletubbies. I was minding them. You Ergo, don't have any younger cousins. I do. I don't know what age they are, but they're younger than me. But eighteen. Do you know what they do on Teletubbies? Is that the the Teletubbies will have a little fucking adventure to eat their custard, whatever. But then the Teletubbies will throw it to the sun who will be like, oh, and now let's see what's going on at this school event. And then they'll play a little VT of kids doing a bake sale or doing a sports yeah. day or some shit like that. And then they'll cut back to the Teletubbies and then they'll say, that was great. So great. Let's watch it again. And then they play <laughs> the exact same VT to <laughs> fucking pad out time. <laughs> You were looking at it on your, and you're looking at the fucking watch. Like, yeah. what the fuck is this? I just... They got, they got 14 minutes of content and 14 minutes of fucking replaying the same video. Like, look, I admire the hustle. Like, imagine if we just yeah. did that for weird news, just throughout stories. That'd be great. We just do two stories, then replay the two stories, and then we're set. It saves us a lot of time, I will be honest. Mm. But that's what's up mm. with Teletubbies. But what's up with this woman loving her duvet Spe- more than her boyfriend? Speaking to our, our favourite, Scozers and Halls from ITVs Scozers this morning, Philip Schofield, Holly Willoughby, um, she explained the relationship with the bedding. I have other duvets before, but I'm always loyal to this one. It gives me warmth and comfort, she said, while hugging the duvet. It's always there for me, in time of sadness and happiness. It's definitely not sexual. It's just like a friendship. Right, okay. It's somehow better if it's sexual. Uh, That's all I can say about that. My question is about the duvet. Is it the inner duvet that she's in love with? Like the, the, just the plain... Buy it in a bag, duvet. So if you change the outside, is it it. like they got a haircut? Is it like getting a haircut? Is it like getting a new suit and putting a new suit on it? Is it like peeling off its skin and putting someone else's skin on it? You don't want to be putting on other people's skin. I think that's just an advice for life. Don't be putting other people's skin on. If I can make one recommendation, is keep your own skin. (laughs) And love it. See See that skin? 
keep it. That, yeah. That's what I, I would say. that now if I were you. My father told me and his father before him, they said, keep your skin. <laughs> right. Irish phrase, you're a good skin. That's what that means. <laughs> you know, it's a grand old skin. Grand old skin, sorry, S-H-K-I-N. You're a grand old skin, which just means... You're nice. That's yeah. that's Irish for ah no, he's nice. He's grand. Um, he's all right. So she answered, um apparently Johnny, my boyfriend, he understands I'm marrying the duvet for art and to come across a message. We have a really loving relationship. He's not jealous of my duvet. In fact he's very proud of me. Okay, what's the message? <laughs> Surely the yeah. artist should be able to say the message. Uh what? Okay, let's, I don't think we know the message, so... Uh, oh, the, she said the message is... Um, it's a celebration of self-love, self-care, and self-worth around Valentine's Day. Because Valentine's could be a bit sad for people who are not in a relationship. So we wanted to highlight, look after yourself, have a bit of a duvet day, eh, and just be okay. That's... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, look, that, look, that's the performance art piece thing that she's doing. She's chosen to convey that by marrying a duvet. I would argue it would be more beneficial to, like, to do more tangible things that you could do with yourself on Valentine's Day. Or Kind of works against her argument that she's also in a relationship with Johnny at the same time. Kind of, yeah, also kind of, like, it, it's, it's a little bit sad to be like... Oh, well, at least your duvet is always there for you. If you said that to someone with depression, that's the worst advice you could give. If I said that to you, Sean. Yeah, for example. If you told me, Sean, just stay in your duvet all day, you'll be grand. Oh, Jesus, Connor, there'll be no way your news went next That's great week. advice. I'm feeling fucking fantastic. <laughs> but like, because what I'm seeing is thing, have you heard of Palentine's Day, Connor? Or Galentine's uh, Day? I have to go on. Please tell me about single. All the single ladies uh, would Put do your hands up. A, a Galentine's Day, where you just meet mm. up with your with your with your girlfriends and you go and have a nice day. Uh, you know, go to the go to have have brunch, have a cinema day. You know, just go out on Valentine's Day and do your own thing. Then there's Palentines. That's for the boys, and that's where you go out yeah. and you have brunch and you go to the cinema and you have a nice day. Uh, so there's, the no, exact- there's no reason to gender the two. Like it's just it's the same event. <laughs> the same activities same activities you can do them together you can mix you can mix friend you could, groups but then you could get accused of like putting two groups together then what if they fall in love and you're working against their own means oh that's the thing that's the thing that's why but then it. also an example maybe some of the gals would also fall in love with other gals or some of the pals the would pals, fall in the love pals, with other the gals, the gals. I think we just call the whole thing off there's too much risk that somebody's fallen in love with somebody no there's no love allowed you have to be properly vetted before you attend one of these days <laughs> Do you like people? No, get in. Go on there now. You will be paired up with someone who is the exact polar opposite of the person you like. You will then spend Valentine's Day with them and thus learn to love your own company. <laughs> We've paired you with someone who's a murderer. As a non-murderer, we feel... <laughs> As someone who doesn't want match. to be murdered. <laughs> we feel like the two of you don't have a single thing in common. So there's absolutely no risk of you falling in love with this person. This is Jim. He doesn't have his own skin and he prefers other people's skin. And I know you, John, you love your own skin. So we feel like maybe a half an hour together, you might see each other's viewpoints. Oh, Jim and then ultimately have a greater, more fulfilled life. Mm. Um, this is Jeffrey Dabber. <laughs> We've got him. He loves eating people. You, Tom, you love chicken. Well, I'm thinking, what if we had a bit of a mix and match? So you guys are going to a deserted island together. <laughs> Where they only serve dessert. <laughs> what will you do? <laughs> You're going to be hungry. Uh, but I like the marrying your duvet as an art piece. Fine, but I just think there's more. There's better things you could do. To I tell have. A, people. I have a question. Go ahead. You're Johnny. You're right. How do you really feel? Uh, tired. I suppose. <laughs> One because the duvet keeps being brought out to media appearances. Yeah, and two and cold. And cold, chilly. It's February, lads. Like you can't. February, you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't be duvetless in this weather. Um, no, but I would also feel tired because I, this is the only 
conversation topic that is ever asked about in any social setting, I guarantee you. It's not, Johnny, how's work going? It's, yeah. so you married your duvet? Yeah, I did. Yeah, like, Johnny goes back in his box and sits quietly. Do you think he hates duvets? I, I, um, I do. You know what? I, I, this man is only going to sleep with one of those emergency foil blankets from here on out. No, I, I think it's one of those, right, where you'd actually be okay with it, right? Look, if, you're, if your significant other was, like, into something, you're like, okay, cool, not harming anyone, fair folks. It's when she goes on live television and starts going, this is the most meaningful relationship I've ever had. I would 100% be like, all right, hang on. All right, can hang we on, dial it back up. a bit? Like, Just hang on for one fucking second here, because <laughs> if I went on TV and I said I had my most meaningful relationship with, I don't know, uh, a, a light... I think there'd be fucking questions and I might actually be put through a fucking wall by the time I came off the set. That's a fair point. That is a fair point. Like, what's an acceptable thing to say is the most meaningful relationship? Surely the person you're The one in you're in. With. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, no, that wouldn't go to, over too well. I don't feel like I need to explain that, but... I think if you're in a relationship and you say, think to yourself, I have a more meaningful relationship with that inanimate object than I do with my own partner, I feel like you might be in the wrong relationship. That's it. Get a new partner at that point. I like, Get a new object. But no, Connor, if an, no, obje- a partner? if an object can supersede a partner, get a new partner. Mm. Marry the object? Marry the object. Marry the object. But don't objectify <laughs> people. Love your own skin. <laughs> Not someone else's skin, please. Not someone else's skin. Your don't be skin. eating other people's skin. Don't eat skin, but object. No, don't objectify and love self. Self love. Practice self love. This is. A, do you think we should have like some sort of relationship? Maybe class. I I I, I think we do mm. couples therapy. Honestly, like we just we <laughs> we get licensed. We set ourselves up. But just here's the thing, though. The two of them, no matter who they are, they would leave feeling more united in their fucking hatred of us. That they're like, those two, they were fucking weird. Yeah. yeah. They were really weird. And then on the way out, we charge them 60 quid and kick the shit out. Good take it. And then beat up their knees. Yeah. <laughs> and I take their knees. <laughs> <laughs> you take You take their skin. <laughs> no, not their skin, just their knee. They can keep no. the skin. The- it's a how, knee, are you, I have it how are you getting the knee out? I can get a knee out through some skin. <laughs> <laughs> Please move in. <laughs> we got him. Hey, wait, Connor's wearing a wire. <laughs> we got him. It took twenty five two or two hundred nineteen weeks, but we finally got him to admit the fact that he loves stealing people's knees. It's two hundred and twenty weeks, actually, if my titling is correct. Is it? I think so. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I uh, at this point, numbers mean nothing to me because we don't. We stopped numbering we've them. Stopped so numbering I, them. I, I, cause it's kind of intimidating to click on weird news two hundred and twelve. True, <laughs> that is true. For any new listener, you're like two hundred. What the fuck? Um. So yeah, now they're just all called weird news. Yeah. It, look, I think it's a worthy change. Anyway, this is behind the picture stuff that you don't need to hear about. <laughs> I think this is just a general chat. I think it is at this point. <laughs> um, so, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And I really feel like this one might catch your eye. Because do you ever do something and then try and back out of it and it's the worst decision you've ever made in your whole life uh, because person who bid 62 grand on Mr. Blobby costume backs out of sale at last second? I mean... 62 grand the original Mr. Blobby costume or was it was it a forgery I think it's one of the costumes so um, this is over eBay Uh, a seller started an auction on eBay to find a new home for a long unloved Mr. Blobby costume it was made for an overseas version of Noel's house party that was ultimately cancelled meaning the costume had been gathering dust for decades Um, however the costume was originally listed with the low starting price of just $39 because who the fuck What's a Mr. Blobby costume? Who in their right um, mind would pay any amount of money? For for people that don't know, Mr. Blobby was a character on a show yeah. back in the ni- 80s, 90s, called 90s, no- 90s, 90s, called Noel's House Party. And he's a viscerally unpleasant pink and green creature. 
who speaks so, in a high-pitched you know, whine. So you know, like how children's characters or characters that dress up for children are always horrifying as an adult. Yes, Mister Blobby's the most horrifying. Like he's he's ear he has a aura around him of danger to me. I um not. I just think he's he's unpredictable, and I don't like what he's bringing to the party. He looks fucking weird. Yeah, now, and what I will say, and I'll, look, I'll come clean about this, is that I had a Mr. Blobby plush when I was a kid. Uh, You're ridiculous. Look, and not only that, my brother had an identical Mr. Bobby Blobby plush. There was two in the house. It was two for one at Christmas, I yeah. think. And I remember, well, hmm, Connor, hmm, two for one in the North Pole, I'll have you know. Uh, and I remember liking it as a kid. And yeah. then the older I got, the more I didn't want that thing to be in my bedroom. Under my duvet. With me. The most meaningful relationship I've ever had. <laughs> um, the seller who remains, who wishes to remain anonymous, had listed it ahead of a house move, and naturally no they were shocked. <laughs> they were shocked when it started to attract so much attention, as it quickly spiraled out of control. Um, so, speaking to the BBC, the seller said, "I thought it would get to a level of maybe a hundred pounds, perhaps." And so I was shocked, really, uh, that at the end of the day, it was sixty-three grand or sixty-two grand, and ended up. Um, I think it was one of those things that was driven by social media Um, but ironically it was not being sold to make money but to make space Um, Mm. so under eBay's terms and conditions winning the auction is a commitment to buy the item Um, so you can't back over I think after the auction is finished under their terms of service yeah I've bought a couple of things like that off eBay where if you bid and they're like you bid 100 quid they're like okay before you do this, you ha- this is a contract that you have to pay this money. Mm. However, what happened was, we think a drunken impulse purchase of 62 grand led that somebody won the auction while they were drunk, then woke up the next morning and realised, I've won the auction and have now just gone missing. They've vanished to try and not pay the 62 grand for an item they clearly do not need. No, because who needs it? Like, it... It's not even the original one that there's like some collector value. It's like a replica mm. for an offshoot of Mr. Blobby. Um, so my question, Sean, to you, how do we find this person? And can we then make them pay for it? Or do we just leave it and maybe do the auction again? I think. See, I think now, I don't think do the auction again. Because I think now people are just going to take the piss and drive up the price is the whole game. Um mm how to find the person clearly when they're drunk they want to bid on esoteric 90s nostalgia merch so I say we get a load of S Club 7 CDs put those make those into a big trail along the streets of England and then big box with a stick holding it up rope attached to the stick pull that he's trapped yeah and, and in the box, we get Bradley from what S Club 7, and we just tell him, sit there yeah, what, until somebody arrives. What's he doing nowadays? I don't know, but we get one of them. Joe's probably sitting around doing something, nothing as well. The, I'm sure we get one of them. You're not getting Rachel, but you might get the rest. Yeah, I think I think some of them aren't doing too well at the minute, just in terms They aren't or are? Are not. Uh, like, are not <laughs> doing well. I saw something about it well, online recently. Let's I'll tell you something though. I'll tell you something between you and me. Yeah, yeah. Bangers. Nothing but oh. bangers from S Club Seven. I'll, no, I'll die on no that. No skips hit. on that album, man. Like it's No Any S Club Seven <laughs> album. Keep going. <laughs> like, you reach for the stars. I mean, you go with that for the dance floor one. Like oh, you're, it's back you're to at back. a wedding and some fucking hero of a DJ puts on Don't Stop Moving. Yeah. <laughs> Like you're right. Like everyone's up. Everyone's being everyone's honest, up. and everyone like S Club Seven are the, they're the truth. So, did you, have you ever seen their movie? No, I haven't actually. The S Club Seven movie, and it was a cinematic release. <laughs> Why? Why was it a cinematic release? Uh, we can put that <laughs> in the hat for help. 
I'm pretty positive the plot is that there's uh, clones of S Club 7 and they're no they're robots they make robots of S Club 7 because the robots would be better than the real people and it's half musical half not and it just involves a lot of scenes of them singing their own songs um, and then they would act out little bits in between that's kind of terrifying though when you consider what Mm. AI is doing to art and music at the minute well this is well see they actually were ahead of the game yeah yeah they They see they coming because there's often been a, you know, people saying that pop music and pop stars are very carefully crafted to appeal to a mass audience. And mm. then maybe like they're almost robotic, you know, and that was what yeah. S Club was really trying to. Do you remember S Club Junior? I do. I do. Because S Club were so big that they got a junior. Nobody else got a junior. No, there's no fucking take that junior. Take or this. Or Backstreet Boys Junior. <laughs> yeah. Or Disney Jute? No, well, actually, the you'd have to call it Backstreet Babies because you couldn't go because they've taken the boys. Whereas, like, if you went Backstreet Men originally, then you could go boys, but you can't. Backstreet I'm just thinking out loud here, Sean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, then the, what, what other boy bands are there? West NSYNC. NSYNC. You could do lowercase NSYNC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of that but one. You have to explain that like every time. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, no, no, someone different. play NSYNC. Which one? <laughs> Which one? In lowercase or uppercase? You have to say NSYNC or NSYNC. It's one of them. How much money would you pay for? Like, okay, so say Mister Mister Bobby character mascot costume, whatever you want to call him. What costume would you pay sixty four grand for? Oh, okay. Um... Is it worn by somebody? I've never understood getting something that's been worn by somebody else, but I... Mm. Let's say it was made for the production, but never actually used. So it's brand new, but it looks yeah. exactly like the thing that you like the most. <laughs> um, um, Robert Pattinson's The Batman Suit. <laughs> Honestly, I was also going to say Robert Pattinson's The Batman Suit. What a suit. So fucking good. I would just wear it around the house. I'd wear it to work. You would. Because it, it just looks so cool. I don't know if I have the jawline to pull it off, but fuck me, I'll give it a go. Fucking, like, I think anyone, you'll grow a jawline yeah. once you get into that suit. Grow a jawline for that, lad. Yeah. I mean, I oh, I was I was also thinking the, the white Power Ranger suit from the 90s, because I was thinking 90s. That's pretty fucking cool. That mm, is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I was thinking a Jack Sparrow outfit, because, you know. I think that's a bit common. I think you, you think can get so? them everywhere, though. Oh, a good one, though. Like, a really fucking good one. Oh, okay. Not okay. one of the ones made uh, of paper. <laughs> Not the ones made of black bags. Put <laughs> your colour in. Oh, wait. I know what I want. I know what I want. Michael Chiklis is the thing suit, but proportioned to my body. <laughs> I know what I want. Michael Chiklis is the shield outfit <laughs> given to me. Just a jacket and jeans. Please. My stag do, whenever it happens. I want it to be Michael Chiklis themed, please. <laughs> we love Michael Chiklis on this show. He's, he's one of the patron saints of the pod. Um, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news, and I have a woman with a strange addiction that I think kind of relates to our first story. Oh. But, I mean, it's weird that we had the boat in the same week. Woman who has strange addiction to eating mattresses ate her mother's bed. Uh, what? How? What kind of mattress? What? That's fucked. Is it one with springs? <laughs> they say everyone is addicted to something, Sean. I'm addicted to winning. But oh. you probably wouldn't assume that the something, in one woman's case, was eating mattresses. Um, there are so many things you can get addicted to in this world. And new stuff people can get hooked on. Uh, they're popping up all the time, Sean. This is a yeah. weird article. Fortnite. Uh, scratchy lottery uh, cards. Um... Ooh. The drink, uh, all of these things you can be addicted the to. The drink, the drugs, the, <laughs> the rock and roll. <laughs> the rock and roll lifestyle. We've yeah. all been there. Um, so there, these peop- or these days, more people are seeking to shake off an addiction to the popular video game Minecraft <laughs> what the than fuck? they are to crack kind of, Stop doing this. This isn't good journalism. You're just trying to get clicks <laughs> and it's pathetic. You're filling words. Stop filling words. Um, so what of that? People with serious habits who can keep up their addiction for years. Like the guy who got hooked on Pepsi and drank 30 cans of the stuff every day for 20 years. What does that have to do with this? I mean, um, if he switched to two-litre bottles, his recycling 
level would actually go down. You yeah, know, actually, the that's cans a good point. are going to take that up space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, however, on the show, on the TL show, C show, my strange addiction, Sean, they have now covered what I found to be a real strange one. Uh, it was a woman named Jennifer, where she explained that she got through about a square foot of mattresses a day and moved on to eating her mother's mattress what? after the eating all of the mattresses. Why? How do you first get the thought of I'm going to eat that mattress? She said, I like my mattress, plain and straight up. No mayonnaise, butter, none of that. Just straight up. The side effects of eating mattresses is, um, she says, it enters my body and leaves my body. It enters my system and it goes out of my system. That's, I suppose that's the side effect of every food, Jennifer. Um, just to just to kind yeah, of let you know. That is how the um, digestive process works. The, she the, the, sorry, she the exception f- being that usually you extract fucking nutrients from the thing you eat. Jennifer explained that she first got eat- into eating mattresses when she was just five years old and started eating the sponge from her seat in the family car. It just went from there. And while she hadn't suffered health problems from her addiction, um, it did <laughs> it did lead to risk of liver damage, intestinal blockage, or death. <laughs> yeah, all of these things are possible. Google. I've Googled what is a mattress made of. Yeah, go for it. Can be made of polyurethane foam, viscoelastic foam, latex, felt, polyester, cotton, wool, and non-woven fibre pads, Connor. Nom, 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 nom. No. Oh, yeah, you're making me hungry just How even reading them out. did her parents... If I started eating the fucking back seat of the car, I'd be lettered. And then also probably taken to a doctor. <laughs> They beat the shite out of you and then bring you to the doctor. We just beat the shite out of him. <laughs> oh, why? Oh, he was eating the car. Oh, yeah, fucking fair play. Ah, fair enough. The doctor just starts beating the shite out <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, how do you get involved in this? Like, you eat some in the car, but surely somebody says, maybe don't eat that. And to eat a whole mattress, her, her mother's mattress, is that's fucking amazing. How many mattresses has she gone through, do you think, lifetime? Right. In her life, so yeah. what, what age was she? She was thirty, I think. When the show was on. Um, oh no, I, I never gave her age. So right. let's assume she's thirty. She'd probably so, get through a square foot a day. Mm. That's a lot of mattress per year. That's, <laughs> that's three hundred and sixty-five square feet of mattress per year. I, it's almost to be honest with you, it's almost too much mattress in your diet. Too much mattress for one person. It is. Look, it's an it's it's an example of the indomitable human spirit. Because if you walked me into a mattress warehouse and yeah. then said you have to eat these, I would think it impossible. Mm. But she's found a way. Honestly, she, little by little, you see, every single day you do a little adds up to a lot. Shot. It's true. Um, you tip away at it. You get better. You t- as the Irish term, you tip away at tip it away until at it works. It. Yeah, which I'm not sure where that comes from, but. You know, just keep chiseling away. It must by come little. from like a tree chopping or something. Chip it. Like oh, tip yeah. away. A chi- one chip a day, the tree will fall down eventually, won't it? Yeah, that Unless kind of thing. it's a very small but, chip and the tree um, grows faster. Is, have, do you, have you ever heard of any strange addictions or have you ever had any strange addictions, Sean? I've never had um, any I'd strange like to know. addictions. Um, mm. Just the regular run-of-the-mill ones. Um, yeah. The, Drink, qu- rock and roll. Quality podcasting, of course. Uh, <laughs> Minecraft, we can't forget that. Um, no, sorry, let me just introduce it properly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. These days, more people are seeking to help shake off an addiction to the popular video game Minecraft than they are to crack cocaine. In, just to in, let you know. Well, good, it says yeah. I. It's probably. That's less the problem the with draw. the kids these days. Too busy playing Minecraft, not enough crack cocaine. The crack market has plummeted <laughs> recently. And as a, as a dealer myself I'm fucking livid no like the like the, that My Strange Addiction show feels like you start watching it and then at a certain point you're just like oh man I really shouldn't be entertained by this should I this is this is wrong also there was just, one woman I remember who ate dirt <laughs> yeah I've seen the dirt eating woman there was a uh, I think it was another woman and she clean. she was obsessed with cleaning shower drains and yeah. like digging the hair out and shit like that and I'm like, that's yeah. the worst job in the house. That's, that's the literally worst one. the wo- nobody wants to do that. It's that, and then the little coin trap on the washing machine. 
Just the worst. Oh. Horrendous. Oh. Uh, My, it, you know what the trick is? Never clean the washing machine. That's the that's the dream. Have you never cleaned the washing machine, man? No, just leave it until it breaks. Then just, just knock down the one. house. Build a new house. Build a new house. Whole house gone. Leave the washing machine where whole it is. Whole house. I, I would knock the whole house. Burn it. I would burn the house down and then start again. That's fair. That's respectable. I like that. The um, <laughs> And then, I don't know. I've Like, what is it? What? Uh, like I, I definitely played just on the Minecraft thing. I definitely played that a lot, like when I was fourteen or whatever. But I don't know if that was an I addiction like, or I just right? had no social life. I feel like it doesn't really matter, right? Yeah. Because I think if you're fourteen, every single one of us are fourteen. We do shit that we don't do now. That's right? true. So if you have a fourteen-year-old and they play video games, they it's probably fine because. Yeah. Like you, when you were fourteen, they were, you were also probably doing something stupid. That when you're twenty five, you're like, I don't really have time to do that all day anymore. Once the frontal lobe develops, you're really just like, ah, oh, no, no, I got too many things. I got too much sleep to not have. Sometimes I like to go back, go back onto the Xbox, be like the old, the old geezer back out of retirement one more time, <laughs> see, see what happens. One more job. <laughs> one more job. Turn on FIFA, the guy used to be good back in the day, <laughs> and see what happens. No, I'm not with it. And what is it? it scares me. Yeah, they've changed what it was. I used to be with it. Um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news, and this is one of my favorite stories. Virginia basketball coach fired for impersonating 13 year old game <laughs> how long did it take before being discovered <laughs> a 22 year old Virginia basketball coach has been fired after being accused of attempting to pass herself off as one of her 13 year old players during a game um, according to Norfolk's news when one of the members of the Churchland Junior Varsity Girls Basketball Team in Portsmouth was out of town earlier this month. So they're down a player. Mm-hmm. The coach uh, is there. Uh, Arlisha Boykins, she's the coach. She's, she's like, what? We, they don't have enough players. She's the head honcho, I mean? the big cheese. She's she has head- to remedy this. Yeah, and we can't fight another child, obviously. That would be ridiculous. No, I want to win the game. to make. Yeah, and so she decided the best option was to impersonate the absent player in the game against Nainsman River. Um, the coaches always preach to the kids about integrity and those types of things. So I was just shocked the father of the 13-year-old who had been impersonated by Boykin said, I just need an apology because I hadn't received one from anyone at the programme. <laughs> That's bad form. That is bad form. There is video of this 22-year-old, by the way, playing the game against 13-year-olds. Okay, how do I search this without ending up on a list? Uh, Uh, I don't know if you can search 13-year-old basketball. No. uh, Women's basketball game. You might be arrested. (laughs) Coach impersonates basketball? Player? Good. Player, that's good. Virginia basketball coach fine for impersonating a 13 year old game. This is from The Guardian, it's from a reputable website. It's fine. They've got to have a video, surely. They've got, oh yeah, here we go. Uh, (laughs) Gonna turn this sound down. Uh, It's a video of a news report of the video. Oh, perfect. And then. (laughs) I mean, it's it's, it's, it's an adult. It's, it's, it's very clearly an adult <laughs> playing on the fucking court. It's a woman who's about 5'7 or 5'8 playing with a bunch of 4'9 children. I mean, and clearly, like, also coaching them while she's playing. Yeah. Like, giving she's them coaching still the coach. advice. She's like making subs. <laughs> like fucking hell, that thirteen-year-old's really advanced. <laughs> what if it's a thing and like she has to keep zipping back and forth between it during the game? Like the oh, ref goes and did, looks you... for the the team's coach, and yeah. then she has to like quickly put on a big hoodie and fucking sweatpants. You're thinking like a Mrs. Doubtfire situation where yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, have to yeah. be two places at once, dressed as two different people. Yeah, and then down the hall, she's invited to a really formal dinner. And she has oh. to like put a whole tuxedo on. By the and end, she has two dates to the dinner as well. Oh yeah, and they don't know. Oh. They don't know. She said yes to both know. of them. They've never talked to each other. She's t- how is she going to keep this up for the whole night? By the end, she's trying to take a three point shot wearing like basketball shorts and a three piece <laughs> suit. Sipping champagne in one yeah. hand, throwing with three a top hat, the other. just fucking. 
<laughs> the referee's like, hang on a minute. You can't be drinking champagne. <laughs> Ref, show me where in the rules it says that a player can't right. drink champagne. <laughs> right here. It's like, you're 13. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, you're, <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, Bikins, who's an assistant coach of the team, is no longer an employer at school. Um, according to the news, they were first tipped, o- tipped off about the story by one of the players' parents who were at the game and clearly must have been like... Isn't that the coach? Why? Why is she playing? It's like I, I certainly didn't in bring my daughter to the game today, so mm. I don't know what to expect here. <laughs> so, so apparently, footage from this game shows Vikings driving to the basket and blocking their shots. Yeah. <laughs> of the other team. Well, she fucking she shuts them down. Like, <laughs> it's not even fair. <laughs> Just like a grown adult just smashing the ball away like don't bring that weak shit in here little girl yeah. do not fucking bring that weak shit around here I'm going to block it every day the like it's it's it honestly I feel there should be a rule that you're allowed to do this once you know you, no you get the break glass in case of emergency for five minutes yeah you get to bring in an adult yeah yeah, and then you can just see what happens. And mm. you can pick the adult beforehand, they'll be signed off, that's all cool. Yeah. But just five minutes with the adult and you have to decide when to use them. You can save it for the last game in the season, or you can do it like early doors, get a few points yeah, early Yeah, you, you on. only get one go at. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and then one of the kids is like LeBron James' great, great, great cousin, like yeah. 67 times removed, or like, I know LeBron... <laughs> Let's get him in for five but, minutes. Yeah, and it's I want it to be like it's like who wants to be a millionaire, but you can't clear it with the adult beforehand. Just, oh, they could just get chosen. Yeah, like on game day. No, sorry, the day before, twenty four hours before, you get to ring them and say, "Listen, be ready. You're going to be drafted in." <laughs> and then they, wherever they are in the world, can choose to try and get to this basketball game. Yeah. And not. then you also have the added drama where, like, you, like, press the button and a big alarm goes off, but everyone's looking around, like, yeah. where are they going to come yeah. from? Are they here? Are they not here? Did they make it? And, and the, then suddenly, like, they just burst in through the doors and all fucking hallelujah place. And the absolute funniest thing that you could possibly do is you get Bill fucking Murray to run in and say, I believe I can be of some assistance. <laughs> Like from just Space for the gag. Jam. Just for just the gag. Just in the movie Space Jam. But 80-year-old Bill Murray, he's not going to win you the game, I'm going to be honest. No. Like, See, that's the thing. you got to sacrifice it for the gag. So for the gag. Sometimes that's more important. Yeah. And look, you, 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 can, you can take any number of gags. You could bring Shaq in. That'd be pretty funny, mm. I would say. I, I would like to watch Shaq play against a load of 13-year-olds and yeah. just fucking wreck shop. And the other team, their adult, is like one of the kids' dads. <laughs> <laughs> Get him, Dad! <laughs> he's like, looks up. <laughs> he's like six foot and Jack's like seven three. Just like looking down, I'm like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> try me. Just try me. <laughs> like, and the kid's dad is like good, but like, he's like good for like the dads. Yeah. And like, Shaq is just Shaq. But Shaq just like is just walking around the court. Like, no one can touch him. <laughs> My cousin, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. <laughs> Quick, get in! <laughs> Wow, bring out a Kareem Abdul Jabbar reference <laughs> in twenty twenty three. Ah, brother. Um so I mean I just thought that was so funny. The coach I love the idea of her like before the game. There's a moment where she commits to this. Yeah. And she's like, This will work. Obviously this will work. This is the greatest plan. But surely the uh, the crowd must have been like, Wow, that one thirteen year old is really good at basketball. That one giant, clearly woman in her 20s, 13-year-old, is really good at basketball. Like, yeah. And also, there's no coach present, I can see. Mm. Mm. So, who calls timeout in that scenario? Because there's no coach. <laughs> they have to press the buzzer. They bring in one of somebody on the sidelines, one of the parents. They come in and they're coaching. Was it a kid that, like, was it a case that if they didn't have a full team, they'd have to forfeit? Yes. Oh, man. I mean, in that case, 
You could find another 13-year-old easier, though, surely. Anyone. Just find anyone, and yeah. it'll be fine. You don't, then you don't lose your job. Like No. Uh, they've also declared the end of the season, apparently. Uh, the parents and the team have decided to disband the team for the rest of the year. In disgrace. <laughs> In the script for the rest of the year, it's February. <laughs> yeah, it's done. It's game over. Fucking hell, boys. Yeah. Um. So we're going to move on to our next piece of news, and I have teenager playing hide and seek found days later inside shopping container in another country. Shipping container, not shopping container. Both are are, are shocking. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. We. I want to hear this story, but then I also want to pitch something to you. A Bangladesh boy who accidentally locked himself inside a shipping container playing a game of hide-and-seek was discovered six days later in another country. The 15-year-old, identified only by his first name, Fahim, was playing hide-and-seek with his friends in the port city um, in Chittagong uh, when he hid inside a shipping container and fell asleep while playing the game. Um, the what container the was then shipped to Malaysia <laughs> on a commercial ship. This is fucked. How did he not die? <laughs> the boy was just believed to have entered the container, fell asleep and found himself in Malaysia. Well, he... Wait, uh, mm. so wait, 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 wait. He wasn't in the container for six days. He was just found six days later. Because I'm fairly sure yes. you die after three days without water. A video posted to Reddit showed Fahim disorientated and confused after going sick to six days without food or water. How um, is this child alive? <laughs> he was seen being taken away on a stretcher. Um, he received medical attention and the authorities are in the process of, of basically filling him full of liquids and food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. The uh, I saw a TikTok and it was... Just like it was like someone our age who like worked in an office, had a regular job, and they were feeling sick, and they went to the hospital. They were like, "Oh, you might be a little dehydrated. We'll we'll just put an IV bag of fluids into you." And they emptied one bag of fluids, and the doctor was like, "Oh, you're still really dehydrated." And they, another bag went into him. Yeah, you're still so dehydrated. They had three and a half bags of fluid put into them before they actually like went to the bathroom. They were that dehydrated. What? Just in their daily life, they just didn't drink enough water. Is this you? No, I drink plenty of water. I just chase it down with Monster every so often. <laughs> Monster's full of water, isn't there's it? There's liquid. There's water in Monster. So there's got to be somewhere along those list I, of ingredients. I drink the tropical punch one. I'm getting yeah. my fruit as well. Tropical. <laughs> it's in the name. It's in the name, lads. The, uh, how does Guinness get watery? It's fucking water at Guinness as well, lad. Lads, lads, come on. You, yeah. they, you know they pump, they pump all the Guinness. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know those three bags uh, to fill them back up, like dehydration? Yeah. As Look, I'm going to ask the question everyone's taken, mm-hmm. as we are two Irish people. Sean, were they on the fucking drink, were they? Were they on the drink the night before? I'd say they might have been on the drink, honestly. They might have been on the I'm fucking saying, drink. Yeah, might have, yeah. They might have had a fucking, a, a few quiet ones. A few, uh, not even so quiet, I would say. <laughs> I would say. Uh, do you know what, like, a wine would properly, like, dehydrate you? In, like, just because it's a very, it just, it does it, does it to you. Um, you can also, sorry, that's a service as well. You can buy the fucking IV hangover cure. Like, how... If you're yeah, spending money heard on that, about that, yeah, it's like a Vegas thing. It's quite popular, I imagine. Um, but if you're at that point of hungover, like don't you get just you know dial it back a bit. I would say. What's the most hungover you've ever been, Sean? The, oh, okay. It's uh, <laughs> very. I drank. Okay, there was one time I drank like six, a six pack of beers, but then I realised they were ten percent. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sixty percent of you was alcohol at that point, pretty much. Um, so yeah. I, I just, I just, I, I just kept getting sick in my friend's house. She brought up a story about her. She saw someone clipping their toenails on a bus, and that yeah. sent me over the edge. And I just said, I just went and got sick again. That time, that was pretty bad. There was one time I full on <laughs> slept through a day. Um, <laughs> that was after my graduation from college. Um, <laughs> Like, and I had people come in and tell me, no, you should probably lie on your side, just in case. <laughs> in case you die? In case I die, yeah, yeah, yeah. What were you drinking? 
whatever was going to be anything, honest. Anything and everything lad. The last thing I remember because I had cans in the house before and then we went to the pub and I remember That's how you I know opened, it's a good night. You yeah, have to go, yeah. When you're going to the pub you have a few cans in the house. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a classic tradition but we left the house. We got to the pub. I was fine. I remember all of this. I opened the doors and then I heard my other friend say get this man a whiskey and then oh, I good. woke up six hours later in front of a water fountain. <laughs> I'm not proud of that. <laughs> I just, I I mean, as an Irish person, I feel like that gives you right of passage because everyone's like, Jesus, that, I had that on my own birthday. My seventh birthday I did that. Absolutely. That's grand, Absolutely. Yeah. Sure, my father was giving them to me. Like, <laughs> so my father was giving them, or like the place in your town that does pints of whiskey. Yeah, they stopped doing that. Uh, but yeah, back in, that's that's when the the world went these fucking walking yeah, lads, right? That's when, you know what I mean? That's when gentrification fucking came. Oh, in. I fucking and these kids coming in, they're too weak, weak stomached for the old pint of whiskey. Weak with the lads. stomached, not even weak, <laughs> weak. The um, bit of a deviation, but just on this story, yeah. what if, like the purge, once a night, all of the adults had a big game of hide-and-seek. Okay. Or, you know, just a hide-and-seek with the skills you now have as an adult. I think that because would be your, excellent. your idea is that we would be better at hide-and-seek now than we would have been dead. More creative, I would say. Mm. I would say less creative, Sean, because I feel like... So? A, I think when you're younger, you got that imagination. You got, the, you got big dreams, I big think, legs. I think, no, because kids learn how to play hide-and-seek by watching cartoons about hide-and-seek. And so they hide behind the curtains, but they leave their feet showing on purpose because that's funny. Yeah. Uh, they hide under the bed. They hide in cupboards. This kid with the shipping container, I'll give it to him. That's a good idea. All right? Go to Malaysia. No one found him. He won. <laughs> you can seek all day, lads. You're not going to find me. You put me... And if I'm an adult, you put me in a shipping container. Give me some candles. I'm grand. Yeah. <laughs> No, you're not. <laughs> Make my own fun. <laughs> like, first of all, um, he travelled, he ended up roughly 2,300 miles from his home country. They originally thought he was a victim of human trafficking. Oh. But then they eventually had to determine he actually was playing a game of hide and seek and had not been trafficked by any gangs or anything. It was just literally, he went into the container. It took everyone so long to find him that he fell asleep and then woke up in Malaysia. I mean, best case scenario, I suppose. <laughs> the So, uh, 2,300-ish miles. Let me just see where we could get from in Ireland. Uh, okay. Could get to, get to Albania, Connor. Oh, uh, Pretty good. good. Uh, Switzerland yeah. would be a breeze, 857 miles. Now, it is landlocked, Mate. so that might be an issue in the shipping container. <sighs> 2,370 miles. Do you know where I could get you in a shipping container? Where, where could you get me? Cyprus, Connor. Wouldn't this you like love... like Ryanair selling me tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Do you that? know where I could get you in a shipping container? <laughs> Give me a euro. You'll, you'll, be, you'll be giving a Give seat. Give me a tenner. I'll stick you in the fucking box. You go to fucking Cyprus, lad. You'd be delighted. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, this story didn't end as bad as it could have. This is now his two truths and a lie forever. Uh, like yeah, how how do you explain that to your family? Where have you been? Well, I was in Malaysia. How did you get there? Well, I fell asleep in a shipping container. You know how it is. Yeah, it's really a question of why didn't they check the shipping container before they shipped it off? Would you would you um, be okay with maybe an adult size like hide and seek game, mm-hmm. but like on ESPN? We're talking like Hunger Games style. You get a massive area, yeah. cordon it off hide and seek within that area cameras all over the place yes I would be okay with that uh, because and like give them give them tools as well like not weapons like you're not allowed to hurt anyone mm. but like you give them a load of like ghillie suits and camouflage netting green and brown paint leave them loose in a forest kind of a deal and just see what happens and people from all walks of life as well like an office worker or two podcasters yeah. or yeah. like a doctor. Maybe one podcaster. No, it has to be two. Okay. No, and they're it, a team. It, it and if doesn't. one of them is caught, both of them are shot dead. Okay. <laughs> well, you leave me with you. Oh, I wasn't talking about us. No, I was saying the two Johnnies. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> 
Her enemies. <laughs> the much more successful Irish men. Yeah, no, and they're actually doing pretty well for themselves, to be fair. Oh, fuck. I hate them. Hate yeah. them, lad. I'm trying to start this rivalry, but they don't even know we exist, but... We're coming for Come from them. Come for Shrine of yeah. Duty. All of the, all of the. I'm gonna stop calling out podcasts. <laughs> everyone's always very nice. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> lovely that we ever talk. We just to. do be trying to start arguments, no, for no reason. <laughs> and we also don't even have any backup. Like in terms of if they ever actually responded, me and you would be so embarrassed. Oh. About, we'd be like, oh no, lad, there's no hassle no, here. Lad, don't worry about it. <laughs> like we don't mean it. We were just we were just talking shit. Like <laughs> we're just taking the piss. Like <laughs> you know, it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. You're a good skin. Honestly, <laughs> you're a sound owl skin, so yeah. <laughs> um, Sean, I'm gonna finish off this week. We're going to Western Australia because I have um, human error, big consequences. Yeah, um, be- I ha- because I couldn't I ha- escape this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> call for review into this, in this into disappearance of dangerous, tiny radioactive capsule in West- Western Australia. The capsule was being transported 1,400 kilometres between Newman and Perth. Um, and they got to Perth and realised they were missing one of the capsules of radioactive <laughs> energy. And there's that moment where they think, oh shit, we've just lost something that is really, really, really bad to lose. Human error, big consequences. Yeah, like it was like... It was just a very dangerous and reactive radioactive cesium, I want to say. Cesium-137 capsule. There we go. Where, like, if you are close to this, your odds of getting cancer skyrocket for every second you're near it. So it's only six millimetres in diameter and eight millimetres long. So it's tiny. There's 1,400 kilometres in the journey between the two places. And it's literally eight millimetres long. Yeah. So you have to find it before somebody else finds it. Now, somebody else or... You know the way how Australian wildlife is fucked? (laughs) Yes. What if it got more fucked? What, what if, if we radioactive the snake? A radioactive snake, a radioactive spider, a scorpion, yeah. a, here, a kangaroo that can suddenly fucking have laser eyes. Kangaroo with laser eyes. It's it, a kangaroo that becomes Spider Man. Weirdly enough. Oh fuck! Uh, Double up. No stopping him. No stopping him at all. <laughs> Um, the Department of Emergency Services um, was only notified that the capsule was missing when the container was unpacked for inspection on January 25th but they had actually made the journey from January 11th to January 16th which means it had actually been out in the open for 10 days without them even realising that it was gone literally anything could have it could like it could like they might have found it on the road if they were new within like an hour yeah. But they instead, it could be anywhere in the outback at this point. Um, it's a very dangerous material, and we want it recovered as fast as possible. They said, of course which makes sense. Um, so, I mean, if you were within any sort of distance away from it, that is real bad for anyone. Um, it has caused alarm in all of the Western Australia community because, like. It's it's real bad. Um, typically, they're transported highly protected casing that is, are subject to a certification verification stage. Certification verification stage. Fucking hell. They're trying the to certify is subject- and verify. <laughs> It, it it's left my head in a bit of a spin, <laughs> said the general manager. Well, that'd be the radiation poisoning. <laughs> that, that's the that's like the Australian way of we fuck this big time. That's like I'm in a bit of a spin actually. Now that I think about it, just oh lads, oh lads, I'm just goose it like you just absolutely mm, goose it. Um, if you were to stand one meter away from this object you would be receiving about the equivalent of 17 chest x-rays to your oh, body. That's a, And they make you, like... Like, people, like doctors leave the room for x-rays. Like, yes. The, 
That's bad. That's very, very bad. What if someone just found it and put it in their pocket and they're just walking around? If you were to hold the source in your hand for any period of time, you would start to know some radiation burns almost immediately and it would just completely burn through your skin. It's mad that we just fucking have this stuff, isn't it? Just around. Just It's just kicking around and it's, it's easy Damn. access and easy to lose, apparently. Anyone, authorities are urging anyone who encounters the capsule to stay at least five metres away and report to the Department of Fire and Emergency Services. But what the fuck are they going to do? Yeah, it's not on fire. Like, oh God, if it's on <laughs> like, fire, what happens? Like, if they turn up with your fire engine and you still have a big radioactive capsule, like, okay, what, what do we do now? Because we can't still pick it up. What way was this transported? Surely it would be in a box of some kind. So Not apparently they are meant to go in those boxes. Um, but what happened was that uh, while it was lost in transit, um, so, hang on, authorities believe it fell through a hole in the truck where a bolt had been dislodged after a container collapsed in transit due to vibrations. Right. Okay. So there was one bolt missing. And it fell into that hole out of, out of the truck. That's... What are the odds of that happening? Um, well, I suppose over 1,400 kilometres, probably quite high if you're carrying quite a lot of them. But they're not just fucking loose in the back of a pickup truck, like. <laughs> no. So it had to fall out of the container, then fall onto the floor, then fall through the gap yeah. onto the road. I'm thinking, a, you know, a box, a briefcase of some kind with... Probably lined with lead with some foam to hold all the yeah. little yolks. Yeah. Like, how can how can I think of this and they can't? I don't think I'm so, being unreasonable. I, I Look, I just want to say we could be getting, as you said, super-powered animals. And yeah. Spider-Man could actually occur now. Because it would make sense in Australia. Because they would obviously be the origin of Spider-Man. And a nuclear reactor spider... Comes along, bites one of the lads. Like, you're fucking away with it. The most relaxed Spider-Man of all time. Mm. How many x-rays do you think you've had in your life? <laughs> one. One? Yeah. What, you have an x-ray on? Uh, I got injured in training and I couldn't breed. So I needed a chest x-ray. It turned out some guy had uh, dislodged my lug. So oh. every time I took a breath, my ribs were crushing my own lugs. That's pretty fucked, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, glad yeah. you had the extra. Yeah, but they actually told me I was grand, and then it was only a week later they went, "Oh, we actually missed it." <laughs> the extra. Come back in. We need to. We need to tie your lung down, please. Because I was like, lads, I genuinely still can't breathe, and they were like, "Ah, you're grand. Off you go, lad. Go do Off a few sprints go. there. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, warm up a little bit." <laughs> You're going to tell me you've had about 19. I was actually, I've had about 24. <laughs> Fuck off, have you had yeah. 24 x-rays? I've had a, a rake of x-rays. Uh, what? I, 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 like, I'm just fucking myself up. I've had a couple of ankle x-rays, a couple of chest x-rays, and a heap of head x-rays, I will be honest. Because uh, I got uh, like braces and headgear and shit. So I would go, what, three or four times a year every time they would x-ray my head. Uh, to see how oh, my actually, job I have was. had an MRI as well, just due to oh, the fact counts. of all the concussions. All the concussions, yeah, yeah. I forgot about out. the MRI, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need another one. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, um, I, I concussions and impact stuff, but not a lot of X-rays. Yeah, not in breaks. It just gets yeah. very badly bruised. Oh, just a bent in several different ways, but I just kind of like beat it back in and I go again. <laughs> what kind of, kind of shape are your knees in? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> Pretty good, actually. Oh, really good. Good. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's so ironic. <laughs> um, Sean, I think that's it for this week's Weird News. What a week. Would you like me to take us out, Connor? Yeah, sure, why not? Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thank you, as always, goes out to our wonderful patrons over on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that is in the description. And thanks very much goes to Roisin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, Fun Facts with Waffles, Aotearoa New Zealand has the world's only alpine parrot. It's called the Kia 
and can fl- and a flock can strip a car, Connor. So is that where Kia Ora comes from? I think it is. I think it must <gasps> be. <laughs> Interesting. The uh, parrots are class, as I said at the start of the show. You did actually say that at the start. Yeah, 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 so look, it's meant to be. It's, it's, parrot, it's parrot week here. Um, <laughs> thanks also to David Clark, Sean Chuckin in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever, Helm Roos, Danny McLaughlin, No One's Ever Really Gone, Luke Hoth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball, The Adventures of Indiana Jones and the franchise that just won't die. Connor and Lorraine had completely forgot to shorten their long nickname until catching up on the podcast recently. Russ, Sean, you should know that this is the game that you're back in. <laughs> As mentioned by the second best barber, Parfit. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and Jackson Bruheim. <laughs> Thank you all. Very, very much for the support. We are absolutely wonderful people and we could not do the show without you. There are other ways to support the show. There is a merch store, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at heroes4hirepod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Divilman's discussion group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. If I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Neal. We shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.